Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash a matter butthole. And if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, and let's dive straight into today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Leo the Leon, who says, am I the asshole if I back out of being a maid of honor at my best friend's wedding next weekend? Best man is my ex-fiance who cheated on me and I can't be around him, let alone walk arm in arm with him. And this does come with updates as well. Jump into the worst week of my life. I was with my ex-fiance for six years, loved him with every fiber of my being. Wedding planned for August. Refused a job offer so could move with him for his next Air Force assignment. Monday, a call girl from a website called Massage Republic texts him in the middle of the night saying she's reaching out to old clients because she's back in the game. His phone was at my house while he was flying. I text back she must have the wrong number. She says she doesn't. In a moment of brains, I pretend to be him instead of the jealous girlfriend and call girl gives me all the details. I'm such a fool. This had been happening under my nose for years. I confront him. He claims to be a sex addict and promises to change. I consider it for half a second and say no. Cue uncontrollable crying, self-doubt, a battery of SDD tests, awkward encounters with him, fight over the ring. His mum, who I loved, calling me non-stop and begging me to reconsider, and on and on. And on top of all this, my best friend is marrying his best friend May 11th. Groom doesn't want to rock the boat at this date and selecting a new best man. Bride says she has way too much on her plate and is begging me to just go through with it and she'll make it up to me. I've never hated a human being as much as I hate him. I can't be in the same room with him, let alone walk arm in arm with him. I understand the whole wedding doesn't need to fall apart because because I'm upset. So I just want to not go and spend the day downing the leftover Percocets from my wisdom teeth operation. Effing as many Tinder dudes who can stand to be around me after not showering and burning all this shit. Would I be the asshole if I back out of the wedding? Edit. Wow. I checked out for a few hours and tried to sleep and this exploded. I'm so sorry I haven't been reading and I'll try to catch up. Edit 2. Okay, guys, I don't know what the verdict is, but whether or not you voted you're the arsehole or not the arsehole and said I should go anyways to support my friend, we were friends before we were born. Our mums were college roommates. Your arguments were the most convincing. I'm going to suck it up, participate, have fun, make my lock screen image the text from Panama, where she said, remember you like tonguing my arsehole. <laughs> so when I get sad, I have an instant reminder of who he really is. And then when it's all over, I'm going to scream myself hoarse and beat the ever-living F out of my pillows. If I can update a week from now, I will. I still have a lot of reading to do, so thank you all for commenting. Edit 3. That won't be seen. Guys, I've had the worst week of my life and been crying almost non-stop since 3am last Monday or Tuesday or whatever. I have to clear up people calling my best friend the asshole. That just isn't the case at all. I love her as much as I love any person on the planet and she has my back. But this wedding is now a week away. It's not a simple thing of kick me out or asking ex-fiance not to come. 
Everyone is furious with him, but only she, me, and he know the details of core girls. My ex's parents, grandparents, and everyone else are going to be at the wedding. He's as close with the groom as I am with her. If they make big changes now, then the day becomes about what he did, not about the wedding. It's not my place to demand the groom change his best man. A week out, no less. Plus, like I said, he knows my ex cheated. He doesn't know my ex was sleeping with prostitutes. If I bring that up, then this whole week becomes about that. My best friend and her groom being assholes isn't even an option on the table. They didn't do anything wrong, just reacting with the best information they have. My friend has offered me the chance to allow me and ex-fiance to walk in with other people or even separately, but I'm not going to do that. First of all, because I think it will look weird. And secondly, I foresee getting a sick sense of satisfaction of touching him one last time forever and have him know that spark he feels could have been forever come August, but he fucked it up. Now, I certainly don't think you'd be the arsehole whatever decision you made in this particular story. If it was my wedding, for example, and this happened to one of my friends and they said they couldn't attend for their for themselves, I'd be okay with that. Sure, it'd be a little stressful on my end, possibly, but you know, this is your friend and you want what's best for them, of course. And from what some of OP's comments said that, you know, it was like literally a week ago, this all happened in the story anyway. And trying to put myself in OP shoes in this story and, you know, knowing that you've got like a cheating ex and your friend wants you to go and stand by them, possibly link arms and walk down the aisle. I don't think I'd want that, even though OP said in their edit that they, they're possibly going to do that. And I sort of was wondering, are they going to be able to keep, you know, their, their game faces while walking down the aisle to not cause drama at the wedding at all? I'm not sure if that's a big issue or not, but it's something that popped into my head. But Liar34 says not the arsehole. She cannot and will not ever make it up to you for putting you through that. Puddle of Hamster replies to that saying, the thing is, it's not just walking down the aisle and other incidental moments of direct contact with a cheating scumbag ex. It's the whole wedding. She was engaged. She'd have to stand there and witness intimately loving vows and kisses and tender moments and pledges of devotion. All while it's incredibly fresh on her mind that she thought she was going to have that herself and now won't. At least you know, not with her ex. That's pretty brutal. It's like going to a baby shower a few days after a miscarriage. Chi Lawyer says not the asshole the ex is since, believe it or not, the wedding is still legally valid even if the couple has to promote a bridesmaid and ends up short one. Also, the couple is putting you in this position by not demoting the ex or kicking him out of the wedding party. Why is it you, the wrong party, who has to sacrifice? I'm not quite ready to call them the asshole, but they are nearer that line than you. You and me Honeybunch says I'm really sorry this happened to you, but if you skip this wedding, you're the asshole. The situation is not fair and you have done nothing to deserve this. Your ex-boyfriend sucks and it's going to take a while to come to terms with his actions. But your best friend, the bride, didn't ask for any of this either. She's probably been spending the last year of her life planning this event and she cares about you so much that she asked you to be in the wedding party. You need to try and be the bigger person here and just deal with it for one night. You will get over this douchebag in time, but if you bail on your best friend's wedding, you will always have missed one of the most important moments in your life because of some idiot. A deleted user says no one's the asshole here. You backing out of the wedding will be an inconvenience for your friends, but that can be solved. Ex-boyfriend sucks, but he doesn't have to miss his friend's wedding. You don't have to tolerate his presence. I personally think you should go to the wedding and have a good time there. Ask to be paired with someone else. Bring a hot date if you can. Petty, but we'll keep you entertained. Your ex is part of your friend's lives. This won't be the last time you see him. 
You will not be an asshole if you don't participate though. I hope things get better for you in the future, OP. Mage says not the asshole. Can the groom demote the not so best man? Especially since he's the piece of work spore that cheated. I mean, I don't envy any of the bridesmaids having to walk with this soggy, gnat-encrusted lampshade, but why would you lose your position of honor? Now we're going to move on to that update to see what happened next. So our second was basically a new post from OP that questioned, is it possible for a cheater to change? I-27 female found out my ex-fiance, 28 male, had been seeing core girls for about a year. I'm devastated, but he's literally broken after I found out. I am finding myself sympathetic to him. So this is almost an indescribable situation because if you would have asked me last Sunday, I would have told you I had a perfect relationship. Monday night, he was flying. He's an air pilot in the Air Force and has left his phone on my house and it was the middle of night at buzzed and it was a core girl named Panama who had quit for a while and was reaching out to old clients because she needed money. I logged into his phone, we shared passwords on almost everything and at first told her she had the wrong number but far too much of what she said was identifiable to him. I confronted him when we got home and, and he didn't try to deny it at all. He confessed that he had seen two separate core girls for about a year, sometimes at the same time. He claims he's a sex addict and has been in treatment for about a year. I knew he was in counseling, but I thought it was for grief of a friend of his dying overseas. He promised me that he hasn't seen either of girls for 18 months and that's the only time he's ever cheated in the six years we've been together. Last week, I was livid, like I couldn't stand to be around him, lest I might do things I would regret. Last night in a moment of weakness, I called him because I just wanted to hear from him one more time as to why he did it why he needed core girls. I was so open to trying anything in bed, just why? And the truth is I miss him so much. It's killing me, so a part of me just wanted to hear his voice and know that he's alive in this world. We ended up having the friendliest conversation over the course of about four hours since I found out. The reality is I still love him. I love everything about him, except the fucking hookers part. He's broken over this. He's taken himself off the flying schedule in the middle of his instructor upgrade, which may very well be a career staller. And he's doubled up his counseling sessions. He hasn't lied to me. He hasn't yelled at me. He hasn't blamed me for anything. I guess if there's a right way for a cheater to act, he's doing it. All of this is complicated because we are scheduled to be maid of honor and best man in our respective best friend's wedding this coming Saturday. Both of us agreed that we don't want our drama to come in way of their good day, so we aren't going together we're going to put on our happy faces for the four minutes we have to be around each other. I'm worried I'm going to break when I see him, tall, glorious, and handsome in his tux. I'm so devastated I don't know what to do. I miss him more than I miss any other person, but I also hate him more than I hate any other person. What in the hell should I do? Can a cheater ever change? And the final update says, I've logged into this throwaway a couple of times over the past week and and honest to God, I have 50 DMs and comments asking me to update, so here goes. Some of you may know that my story got featured on major, major news websites and blogs. It was crazy. I left way too much identifiable info in my post, so pretty much all my social circle knew it was me. And it was also the way almost everyone figured out X had been cheating. We had a meeting among the four of us as to whether or not we proceed. We pretty much agreed that not showing up would cause more drama and whispers than if we didn't show up, so we agreed to be civil and stay in our respective places. But having to spend that hour or so in the same room with him just fueled me up with adrenaline and pure rage. 
That led into the bachelorette party that night where I got freaking hammered and honest to God, made out with so many guys while dancing, I can't even count. I also ended up having my first one night stand ever with a 20 year old super cute guy from our university's wrestling team who was so sweet. I'm not proud of doing that, but I'm also not ashamed either because it made me feel desirable and almost like I was going into the wedding day and rehearsal with some parity since I can be naughty too. X and I were of course paired up at the rehearsal and I hate to admit this, we had an absolute blast with each other. It wasn't a mistake that we had such a great and fun relationship. We are very compatible. It probably also worked because we were able to put the issue on the side and focus on something else. Wedding was very much the same way. We walked arm in arm down the aisle with big beaming and genuine smiles since we were there for our friends. I prepared a really nasty maid of honor toast that would have praised my friend and her loving relationship, loyalty and truthness. And I even included a line about you never know who's gonna call in the middle of the night. But as the reception wore on, I could tell the weight of the situation was really getting to my egg and I felt I really didn't need to twist the knife any further. So I gave a nice but very generic toast. As the night went on, X was more and more out of it and sitting by himself, either on his phone or with his head in his hand. I didn't want people talking about him so I asked him to dance with me, which was actually really, really nice since we both didn't say anything. At the end of it, he just put his hands around my face like he was going to kiss me. I would have totally let him in that moment and just whispered how sorry he was and walked away. I got distracted and turned around. He had apparently left the reception. I hate myself for it, but I was sad to see him go. This wedding is literally the last thing we ever have to do with each other. There's no expectation of Game of Thrones Sundays or Bloody Mary brunches with his mum. We won't argue over how bad IPA beer smells or how dare you, or who forgot to put the gas in the car. Like the reality of him just being able to leave without me, arguing that I'm not ready to go yet. Classic introvert and extrovert pairing here, sunk in that this is over, like over over. I went and cried uncontrollably in the kitchen of the hotel until the bride found me and cried with for a good half an hour. With that, I knew I made the right choice in being there for my friend. So that is that. Wedding is over with and done with. No real drama. Lots and lots of hurt feelings and a huge broken heart that I'm not sure how it will ever heal. I wish I could just turn off loving him, but it's not going to happen. And the language in that last post, I I really thought OP was going to be getting back with him in the end, but obviously it didn't end that way. But what do you guys make of this situation? What do you think about the updates? Do you think there was ever a chance to salvage this relationship? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
story. Another next story comes from Cheap Apartment Menti, possibly. Am I the asshole for telling my boyfriend that he can't date younger and then get upset about my budget apartment? So I recently got together with a guy from my hobby. He asked me out first and I had some doubts that we'd work together as a couple because of the age difference. He's 35 and I'm 22. So in my apartment, since it's an old house that was originally a single family house, there isn't much soundproofing and the floors creak when people move. I've gotten used to the sound of the guy upstairs getting up at 4am since he starts work at 5. And the sound of the girls in the apartments to either side of mine watching telenovelas till midnight, taking work calls all day and having friends over on weekend nights. I know when I play music or have friends over, some of the sound leaks through the walls, so I'd never get upset about hearing my neighbours because it goes both ways. So when my boyfriend started coming over more often, he had complaints about the neighbours, which put me in an awkward place. He wanted to go speak to them or have me text them and I said no. For example, one of the early times he stayed over, we went to bed around 10. He wanted me to ask my neighbor to turn down her TV. I said she didn't have it that loud and she turns it off at midnight anyway. At 4am, he got very irritated with my upstairs neighbors getting up and cooking breakfast and I said he would be done by 5 because that's when his shift starts. At 7am, He was still trying to sleep in and the neighbor on the other side had some work calls that said he couldn't sleep through. I offered him earplugs and he said he couldn't sleep with them in either. He wanted me to ask her to quiet down. He had similar comments every time he heard someone else in the building just living their life, especially if it was when he was in bed. I got frustrated with my boyfriend and told him, you know, you can't expect to date a hot young 22 year old and not want to deal with a 22 year old's living situation. I don't know if you realize but this is a normal apartment for someone my age. Hell, my neighbors are pretty great. Nobody's throwing loud parties on work nights. Nobody's having screaming fights. Nobody's having babies. The hot young part was in sarcastic air quotes because those were his words, not mine. He got irritated and asked why I was bringing age into it. And I said he can't both want someone so young and also want someone with house kind of money and he was being so out of touch with how normal people in their 20s live. He got really irritated with me bringing age into it and even more annoyed when I'd respond to his neighbor complaints in the future with okay boomer or tell him that if he wanted me to have a rich person apartment, he could pay for it. Am I the asshole for what I said to my boyfriend about my apartment? And we got three edits on this one. I'll cover the third edit after the comments though because I think that's the best place for it. So edit one says, a lot of comments are asking if we could stay at his house. It's not possible for me to get to his house on my own because I don't have a car and the buses don't go that far into the suburbs. So that would mean him driving 30 minutes from his house in the suburbs to pick me up, then an extra 30 minutes to drive to his house, then an hour round trip early in the morning to get me home in time for work. It's a lot easier for him to visit me in the city. Edit 2, a lot of people in the comments are saying technically 35 is a millennial and not a boomer. I know that. I'm using boomer as a joke or a figure of speech to say acting out of touch and entitled to tell other people what to do. It is a common figure of speech to say okay boomer to someone who is acting entitled regardless of their actual age. It's more of a mindset thing. And as I said, we have a third edit which we'll cover after the comments. And I pretty much know the comments will go to the age thing anyway so i'm just going to cover the apartment thing for now 
And I think you're right. Whenever we've covered stories about apartments or nightmare neighbors, you know what I'm like with nightmare neighbors. Love a bit of that. And I've never been in an apartment myself, so I always go from what other people say on it. And they say, you know, it's part of apartment life. You do hear neighbors. And as long as they're respectful to a point and you're happy with your living situation, then you just crack on with it because you can't expect people to be quiet all the time. And totally off topic here. Do you remember that story that we covered where the person was in their apartment and, the, and one of the neighbors or maybe even the landlord was sat on the other side of the the wall on the stairs just listening to the person's life and just like because they like to listen to what they got up to during the day and they they chuckled along when the person was laughing to the tv man that one scared the shit out of me but anyway i've got off on one but yeah i'm gonna say it and not the arsehole because it sounds like it's part of the living situation anyway you know but we'll start off with blackstar1401 who says not the arsehole woman is age don't put up with that behavior unapproved activity says i don't know man I think your initial instinct that this wouldn't work out was right, but for more reasons than just age. He seems to have very low tolerance for mild inconvenience. Edit, not the arsehole, forgot that part. Designer Mark8931 says not the arsehole. Do you know why a 35-year-old dates a 22-year-old? Because women his age don't put up with his childish behavior, but a 22-year-old is more likely to be easily guilt-tripped. Good on you for standing up for yourself. Honestly, you might have a common hobby. You are in very different places in your life, which can make a relationship difficult if you're not both ready to be understanding. Living in an apartment comes with that burden of hearing other people. I'd point out to him that they probably hear you're being intimate, but they don't bother you about it. If you can hear that much of what's going on in their apartment, they can hear just as much of what's going on in yours. ETA, thanks for the awards. I just want to say this wisdom doesn't come from just being smart. It comes from once thinking I too was just so mature that I attracted older men, but I got carded until I was 13 and based on other life decisions, I can guarantee you that I'm not that mature, lol. Live and learn. Azza says, I have to ask, have you ever been to his house? I could be wrong, but this whole setup sounds like a huge red flag. Older guy, younger girl has a house, but makes up reasons why we shouldn't go there. Ooh, yeah, and there's a lot of people replying to that one saying, you know, it's 100% married and all that kind of thing. Glittering Joke says, single 35-year-olds don't live in the suburbs. 35-year-olds with families do. Just saying. Striking Cheesecake 5 says, my ex lived an hour away. I didn't have a car and he picked me up and had me over all the time. 30 minutes is literally nothing. I'm from the Midwest, but 30 minutes of driving is the average commute to work. Girl, don't be foolish. He only goes to your place because his is occupied. And there's a fair few comments like that. Wow. So now we're going to cover that little edit to see what it says. So edit three says, I googled his property records for his house and he co-owns it with a woman who shares his last name. Holy shit. I don't know if she's his wife or ex-wife or, or what, but I'm out of here. I'm honestly freaking out right now, but I just gotta say, great big thank you to everyone who noticed the red flags and made me question that. I've blocked his number. He can have fun figuring out where I went. Holy moly, and a little twist and the comments were right in the end. Well, I'm assuming they're right from that, unless he co-owns it with a sister or something like that, but it can't be, surely. Holy moly, what do you guys think of that one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you for spending 20 to 30 minutes with me today, getting involved in the channel, your likes, your love, your support, everything you do is absolutely amazing as always. Thank you so much and I will see you in the next one. Take care guys, much love.
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 